yep that 2020 energy told y'all that y'all are gonna see it in my actions and not just through my words so welcome to episode six of diary of a stoned asthmatic i am christina for those of you who this is your first time listening to this podcast for those of you who are usual listeners i want to say what's up guys how are you shout out to you guys know that is always love respect and appreciation all the time i want to say shout out to the parents um whether it be co-parents single parents parents who are parenting together pet parents whatever parent plant parents i just want to say shout out to the parents solely because but specifically of kids um i really think you guys need a shout out because what you do is absolutely amazing the patience that you have is crazy it's absolutely crazy so if if you've been listening to the other episodes that's something i realized from the previous episode as well i keep calling previous episodes podcasts like it's a whole separate podcast and i need to work on that in addition i said the last time that i was when i was paying my respects to kobe's death I was I I mismentioned, misinformed and said that he was that he died on a plane crash when it was actually a helicopter crash. So I just wanted to um correct that because it was misinformation and say that well it was a helicopter and again, rest in peace to Kobe Bryant and all the other people who lost their lives on that flight. But like I was saying, I just want to say shout out to parents like I, because um I coach football, right? like I previously mentioned and I coach football to I coach with an academy so I coach the first age group I coach from the age group is three to six and then when they turn seven they go up to another age group so the academy I coach that age group and then I also coach personal lessons to individual children um so I say that respect to you guys because on Monday I was coaching at the school and one of the kids, their, his rubber band for his bottle, he had it in his hand and we were playing matches and he told me, he said, coach, I have my, my rubber for my bottle. So I was like, you're going to lose that. You're going to drop that and you're going to lose that. And he was like, no coach, I got this, I got this. I was like, Zion, that's his name, right? I said, Zion, you're going to lose this rubber. Give it to me and I'll give it back to you at the end of matches. And he was like, coach, I have it. I was like, all right, all right, king. <laughs> Since you got this, <laughs> go along with a little piece of rubber in your pocket, right? So I was like, all right, cool. So like 10 minutes later, <laughs> I see him crying, like tears, full face, snotty nose, crying. I said, um, so I went to him, I said, Zion, what's wrong? Why are you crying? Did somebody hurt you? Did somebody injure you? He said, no, I lost the rubber from my bottle. I said, I told you so. <laughs> I know that. I ain't told you so. I told you that. I told you that. <laughs> and, I, <laughs> and I was like, huh? How you feel, huh? And then I, it, it switched. I was being mean. <laughs> and I said, come, it'll be fine. And the thing he he, tried, he said, coach, I can find it. I said, Zion, you're not, you're not going to find that. And funny enough, he found it back because I think he wanted to prove me wrong. And I like that energy. But that's why I wanted to give respects to parents because you can't you shouldn't deal with children like that and i'm not saying that i deal with all my kids like that that was just a one moment in in any normal day i would have just been like 
that's okay you'll be fine if you know me I'm that type of person but just in that particular instance I was just like no you need to learn the hard life lesson and I told you so but you don't you can't as an adult prove your point to children like that and I just want it interesting that my parents never <laughs> approached me like that and the, the patience that they just had with me so I said you know on the next podcast episode I really have to shout out parents because I see that I see them for like an hour and a half maximum so the fact that like y'all have them 24 7 like ooh, chile all right chill i just <laughs> chile <laughs> anyway moving forward so what i laugh i don't think y'all ever heard me laugh like that but that's my laugh i went to i scroll on twitter and shit is made me cackle and i was scrolling twitter earlier anyway moving forward so i just want to shout out to the parents shout out to all the podcasters because over the weekend like i said well before like I've previously mentioned that I listen to the Joe Biden podcast and I don't like wait. I hate waiting for podcasts. Like I truly hate waiting for podcasts like to, to drop. So that's why I stop them when I am at home because when I come back to school, I could just watch it whenever, you know what I mean? I feel like listening to the podcast, I could just watch it. So I am now caught up to the podcast. So that means that now I have to wait for them to drop podcasts. And I wanted to find something to listen to in between. So I started looking for other podcasts and I started looking for other read podcasts. So I typed into Anchor Read. I know, <laughs> I just typed the read into the search bar. And it brought up a couple podcasts and I was just scrolling through and I saw one that said Weed Mom Rats. So I thought it was a mother of a person who smoked weed and she was ranting about it because I thought that that would have been a really interesting perspective because I think I thought initially I thought about my mom because I will do that in one of these episodes, but my parents know that I smoke, right? So, like, the other day, my father called me, and I was rolling a spliff, and I kept rolling it. It was a video call, and he just laughed. Like, it's no disrespect. We'll get into how our relationship got to that point. But that's one of the reasons why I would have found the, in- the perspective of a mother of a person who smokes weed um, interesting. So that's why I thought it was initially, but it's that's not what it is. <laughs> and it was just like a weed mom. Like how you have a plant mom, a, a dog mom, cat mom. It was that, that's what she meant. But I found it really interesting that the person's name is Christina. <laughs> I was like, look at that. And I just, I, I swear to you, I just happened to click on that podcast it wasn't a a choice like in terms of somebody suggested it to me like I just happened to click on that one so I found it interesting that um her name was Christina I was like that's funny and she smokes too um I didn't I didn't listen past episode one as yet because I think I got distracted but I let you guys know how that goes I also saw that she stopped in 2019 even before I listened to uh, listen to the podcast I saw that she stopped and I was sad and I was like, that's probably how my listeners felt when they came and saw that. My last episode was like the 15th of March last year before episode five. So I want to say shout out to the podcasters and specifically Weed Mom Rants. If you happen to ever hear this podcast, I want to shout out Weed Smokers, all the potheads. Some people might not like that name. So just the people that smoke weed. <laughs> I mean, I would assume that that's half my audience. But funny enough, a lot of the people that give me feedback on my podcast, on my podcast and <sighs> for you. <laughs> A significant percentage of the people that you see that's why I just say shit like podcast because of smoking weed. But for the people that um the percent a significant percentage of my podcasts are people that do not smoke weed. The people that give me feedback, I'm like, 
you don't even smoke weed but i guess it's not even like the podcast is a weed podcast you know what i mean it's of a person who just smokes a lot of weed <laughs> so yeah i want to shout out to my platforms that i mentioned in the previous podcast again i think i owe you guys a big appreciation for the things that for the for the avenue that you allow me to just have access to people or for people to have access to me all over the globe excuse me i think it's absolutely fantastic and i appreciate that i want to specifically even though my shoulders might say long i don't care i think these people need you know their um their respective they call them flowers on the job and podcast but i try even though and i'm going to mention that as i get further down even though i try to use the job button podcast oh right i had that you see i missed it at the end but i specifically i always want to shout out the job and podcast because i heavily base my template like you know, shout outs and anything at the end, the template that I have for my podcast, I realize it tends to be heavily based on the Joe Biden podcast. At first, I was like cognizant of it because I didn't want to seem like I was copying them. But I will say that I do heavily take a lot of the format in which I do my podcast from their structure because I think it really works. It's done well. It's a good structure and Joe Biden is doing is setting a very good foundation for podcasters for the future so right shout out to the joe Biden podcast again <laughs> and i was moving on to say shout out to caribbean people caribbean 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 it but shout out to caribbean people and i want to say that specifically because our culture as a as caribbean people as west indians on a whole it's so different it's so it's so original and i like it so much because i was on twitter and i was watching those videos i should have written down his name by the way but there's this guy now that does like these really short cooking videos and he was doing lemon pepper wings the other day and i saw that he was he checked the temperature of the oil with a thermometer and i found that so funny because it was like I will never check the temperature of the oil with the thermometer fam. I can sprinkle a little flour in that bitch and see if that flour, like, you know, see how the flour looking to see if it hot or not. Or, like, to see if it hot enough or not. Or, like, you just drop a tester, like, use test, like, if you're frying chips, you just drop a chip in that bitch and see if it's frying or not. <laughs> who, who just put a thermometer <laughs> to test? So, I was like, is it that that is American culture and is it that Caribbean people just, because I feel like all Caribbean people just test when they're frying something, though, just test it with a little sprinkle of flour. Honestly, if it's different, <laughs> I would get back to you on that. But I just found that interesting and it made me really appreciate my culture as a West Indian person. And I like that. I like that. I want to shout out technicians. Sort of because I mentioned last podcast that my laptop had dropped for school. And it has a big fucking crack at this side. Like, it's actually dented. It's really bad. And (laughs) I was like, if I was a technician, like, if I had the actual, like skills required to fix my fucking laptop i'd be so blessed because like all i would have to do is order the screen and i can fix that shit myself so that's like you know what technicians need a shout out because i don't think we understand how fucking talented those motherfuckers are people that fix laptops people that fix phones you know what i mean i think that they're very very talented and we need to give them the respects that they are due so i wanted to most definitely shout out technicians who work on electronics like hail to you guys thank you for the job that you do we appreciate you so 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 much so with all that said and with all those people you know saying hi i actually want to get into today's journal entry and get into today what we're going to be talking about which i think is a really important 
topic and it's something that I should address as a person who smokes a lot of marijuana. So if, and I will give this disclaimer. Had to drink the water day by. And I don't have like a, a five man cast that could talk while I drink my water. So I thank you guys for being patient with me while I take my pulse and while I drink my water. So I don't sound like the desert while I'm speaking to you. Right. So like I was saying, this disclaimer, this specific podcast is for, I'm sorry if y'all could kind of like hear doors in the background and what's not. I actually shifted the time at which I recorded so that there's like less movement with people and less movement with cars so that there's just less background noise that I could actually control because I'm not in a place where I could have a, a soundproof room or I don't have a like a a, how do you, a counselor, like around the microphone, you know what I mean? That kind of buffers noise or absorbs noise. So if you hear someone in the background, I just kind of want to apologize for that. And it shouldn't last long though. Because truthfully, I'm going to post this later, but it's like one o'clock in the morning <laughs> on Sunday. It's one o'clock right now. So yeah, today's disclaimer <laughs> is actually, this podcast is heavily, today's diary entry is for people, is going to resonate more with people who smoke weed right? So I just want to give that disclaimer early. I know most of the time I talk about general topics that could pertain to both people, but this podcast specifically is for the people that smoke weed. I smoke weed, whether it be recreationally, socially, you know what I mean? For people, even if it is that you don't smoke weed, even if you're like an edible person, people who just have interactions with marijuana and what's not. Rightio. So, I want to talk about my week slightly. I know that it seems like our shoutouts were, was kind of long. Our shoutout segment was kind of long but I also want to get into my week too you know what I mean because at the end of the day right this is my diary <laughs> it's just kind of like my audio diary and um <laughs> not just my written one so yeah my week I had a much better eating week this week I for those of you who don't know this about me and I'm not sure if I mentioned this before because a lot of my friends listen to the podcast too that's why I would often say for those of you who don't know this about me because some people might know you know what I mean and I have the reason I have this platform is because I really think certain things should be spoken about so I actually I'm going to express a lot of things about myself even though it might put me in a vulnerable place I'm happy to share these things because most people like I do believe go through these things and some people are just not able to express it in certain ways but the fact that you can hear somebody else going through it as well I feel might be comforting in a sense right so this week for me I had a better eating schedule even though it was not as great as it could be I felt like it was better I struggle with my weight I am six feet tall and at this current point in time because I lost weight I am 120 pounds so most of the time I fluctuate between 125 pounds and 130, 25 or 130 pounds. And that kind of makes me struggle sometimes because I know that I'm underweight for my height. And sometimes I feel like when people look at me that like I can look a bit sickly. And I brought that up because this week, particularly at football, at both the big group session and the singular session, two parents came to me and they were like, you know, oh my gosh, like, not to make it sound bad, but they were just talking, they they were like, you know, you're so small, why are you so skinny, right? And um, it kind of, I was actually initially proud of myself 
because before I would automatically be in a dark place because of a question like that or the state that it would put me in. But I was actually really appreciative of the place I've reached because I genuinely laughed it off. You know what I mean? I genuinely was like, you know, it's cool because I know the factors that contribute to it. So I was like, it's school, it's stress. I know I'm working on it. I'm working on eating. So I was really proud of myself in the initial moment that I wasn't sad or that I wasn't um, hurt or I wasn't like in that dark place that I used to be more often. But, you know, when I came home and I thought about it because I know I've been struggling with my eating and I know that I struggle with my weight, it kind of made me kind of sad because it's something that I'm really trying to work on. Um, in addition, this is one of the reasons why, like, for example, this podcast, this episode <laughs> is one of the few commitments that I was able to commit to this week because I didn't go to basketball this week. And that is another one of the things that makes me struggle because I really like basketball. I really like the gym. I haven't been to the gym either, but I burn. I know the gym is going to help me gain weight as well, but I still have to be eating at a certain caliber before I actually can start consistently going to the gym because currently with the current schedule that I have between going to football going to school I burn more calories than I eat and that's why I'm not gaining any weight and then there's also the fact that I smoke at least two to three times a day every single day so and I know that that contributes to it as well and then obviously you have slight stress and what's not so I know that these are contributing factors and sometimes this puts me in a dark place but I've come to a point now where I realize that I am actually happy to be healthy I'm a healthy individual my organs are functioning and I am grateful for that and I know the things that I have to do as it pertains to moving forward in gaining weight but it's just something that I struggle with like for example today I was watching on snapchat one of the mind your thoughts videos and it was pertaining to a girl who had anorexia and I realized I became really I started to get emotional about it because even though I cannot resonate with what people who have anorexia go through because it's not that's not the case in my sense it's not that I'm trying to lose or I feel like I'm fat I'm actually trying to gain but sometimes jokes that people make I know sometimes y'all may not think that skinny shaming is a thing and this is not to take away from what people who are from who from what fat people go through because I was going to say people who are large on his size but sometimes I realize I don't have to sugarcoat things but for what fat people go through people who are bigger than me you know what I mean are people who may consider themselves fat because I feel like fat can also be relative right um so for people who are bigger than me that may be trying to lose weight or what's not like I'm not trying to take away from the fact that people shame them as well because it is real and it needs to be acknowledged and addressed but for people who may be my size and understand what I may be speaking about like skinny shaming is a thing and it's not very comfortable to hear it makes us very uncomfortable it makes us very sad it impacts I mean I say us I mean people who can resonate with what I'm saying and consider themselves (laughs) do I want to say victims of skinny shaming that sounds really strange but just understand the place I'm coming from and I just want us to be more cognizant of the things that we say because you don't know how people might be feeling about their bodies and we just should be more careful about how we go through with that. 
but I do feel better about the healthier mentality that I'm in. I'm trying to, even before I get to eating like 3,000 to 4,000 calories a day, I'm trying to just eat more holistically. So like I did a, a test, right? I saw how much I should be eating and I should be eating at least six small meals a day. And I did a test to see just naturally how I actually eat, like without any plans and what's not. And that day that I did that test, I realized I sat to eat my first actual meal at 6 p.m. that day. And I was like, Christina, how can you... I for sure had about two splits though, you know what I mean? So I was like, Christina, you have to understand this balance and ask yourself, how can you gain weight or try to gain the things that you want to gain if this is your structure? So I feel like I am gaining again. Um, I'm taking that in strides and I'm just trying to do my best with it. And I'm okay for now, but I just wanted to speak on that so that we can just be more aware of how we addressed how we address our friends of a smaller stature, right? Okay, nice. School is going really well. Right now, with my labs and assignments, I have like an A status. So like most of my grades I've gotten back from my labs and my assignments are like in the A range feel really good about that football is going really good i got a foot in the door with a lot of my future endeavors but still taking it in strides but i feel really good about the way my life is progressing and i'm happy for that i'll be going home in barbados for the summer and i'll be working back at coffee bean i love coffee bean so much i love my job i love the staff my family i just love them so much i can't wait to start back working if you are in barbados and you want to hit me up i'm working more than likely i'll be back at this branch but i'm working at the new branch that is located by the new scotia bank in colmarock colodon road opposite pwc right i work at that new branch right so you could come and hit me up if you want to i want to shout out my family who has started our first I know I know I ain't get into the entry yet how far I ain't even know how far into the um pod we are yet but that's okay that's okay uh but th- this is all great news and I feel like it all needed to be mentioned my family has started our business we have a family business it's called CTS we're still rearranging the name but essentially it's going to be it's mainly CTS Carter's Transport Services and we just provide um not just transportation services like for example we have a mother's day cruise coming up it's 150 dollars i am going to post the picture on my whatsapp and you guys can see it my family has posted it if you have access to like my mom my dad denzel alex for those of you who know my family and if you're more interested you and you have contact with me you can hit me up i mentioned my handle i think two episodes ago on twitter it's the same uh it's mitjiggles I-T-S-M-C-J-I-G-G-L-E-Z and you can hit me up on Twitter if you're interested in that but I just really wanted to give props to my family for that my mother has also written her first well she's in the process of writing her first children's book and publishing it and I am so I don't have no gunshots right and I can work on my jobs but that for mommy mommy pick up your fucking self but I know she ain't gonna want to hear that part right got a little cursy but don't worry about that mommy bigger your ass whole self you deserve that right good job so she wants to publish that this year she wrote a poem for the we gathering that barbados is having barbados is having a we gathering process for the entire of 2020 where our prime minister mia motley she's encouraging people from all different countries to just come back not all different countries people from barbados who have migrated to other countries or states to come back to barbados 
2020, right? And she calls it she calls it regathering. So my mother has written a poem for that for her school, and she's going to write a book, a children's book that the poem is going to be a part of. Right. So yes, with all that, my week with the intros, we are going to get into today's diary entry, and it's kind of titled. It's the title of the part of the episode, which is functioning addict. And I, when I say a functioning addict, I mean, again, like this episode is particular to people who smoke weed. And I just want to address how this particular vice affects your life. And I just want to start by saying like, this, this is an addiction. This is an addiction for people, for me, for me, let me say that for me, you know, let me say that for me. It's an addiction. And I say that because, like, for example, right, when I said fat in my fat earlier in my head when I was talking about size, I was like, this may come over offensive. But then it was like, I saw that Rihanna, I didn't do much research into it, but I saw that Rihanna, the picture that she took with Brent Manrock, Brentman, yes, the picture that she took with him, she had fat in the background. And I was like, look at her bringing such a positive light to words that people like to put such negative connotations on. So I was like, um, I I have I like to use the word addict when I speak about this because it is an addiction. It's an addiction for me and it's an addiction for many people. But I feel like as soon as people hear the term addiction, they assume that you like hiding in a corner or scratching your neck like fucking that Dave Chappelle video with the white lips like I that's not <laughs> that has made me struggle and that's why today I want to attach a more positive connotation to it even though there are factors and we'll get into that as well that would make people see you in the light of that scratch neck hiding in a corner person but I just really wanted to highlight the way in which this affects your life and speak about it so I wanted to start with saying that I'm an addict I am. But if you know me and like you you see all the things that I do and all the things that I have a part of my life, I consider myself a functioning addict. Like I really am living in this bubble of considering myself a functioning addict because I think that I'm doing well in school. Um, I have my endeavors that I'm doing well in. I have a functioning job. So again, and this is not just me. There are many, many people out here who smoke weed consistently and are functioning. And I want to bring this to the forefront because I want to uh, to just bring to light for people who are outside of this generation, I guess, specifically, who may look down on individuals who smoke weed. Like, people will know you. People will know you well. And y- y'all are great. But as soon as they find out that you smoke weed, it's like oh my gosh, this person is a demon or this person going straight to jail or you understand? And I can speak that from experience because I actually went through this with my parents and it was just good to see the revelations that they have because that they had and are continuing to have because they know their children and to know who we were and then to match that with the thoughts that they have of what weed smokers are was really confusing for them. It was because like I said, we function. It's not like we weren't getting up and shout out to my brother as well, Denzel, who who's who's not with his new job and still functioning like even though we've had our issues yes like we are still functioning so that's why i say i want to bring to light the positive things and the functionalities that we still have as addicts and even though people like to say as well and i want to mention this before i really get into too people like to say that um like to to make the same relations 
with crackheads and weed heads and how how can we survive without it and what's not. No, you're not wrong because even though I say I feel like I could survive without smoking, I if I don't smoke in the morning, like before I start my day, whether it be class, whether it be whatever I do, I will have an attitude. I will have an attitude. And that's why I can sit and confirm with myself that clearly I'm an addict because that's an, that's an addictive tendency right there. You understand? However, however, however. I lost my train of thought. Fuck, that is happening all the time, you know. That's all right. That's all right. I truly lost my train of thought. But that was a, that was a good these things have happened. But um, moving on, and it, you know what can annoy me? When I listen back to this podcast and I hear where I was, like I can be like, fuck, that's what I wanted to say. And that's okay. And I'm not at the point yet where I'm like to edit them. I'm going to trust me. We are going to grow in this podcasting, but that's fine. But moving on, moving on from that thought. I'm sorry if you're with me or you're screaming through the phone. This is what you were talking about, Christina. I'm sorry. It truly slipped my mind. But moving forward, um, I haven't taken a detox from smoking weed since I started. I started smoking weed when I moved, when I came to Trinidad, and that was in 2014. My first experience smoking was actually a cigarette. I did the first thing I smoked was not weed and I was in Barbados on a try thing. Somebody told me try it and I tried it and I actually I moved to Trinidad that same year and I started smoking in Trinidad. So and Trinidad is the land of cigarettes as well and I've actually come really far with that. I used to smoke cigarettes a lot. Um I used to go through like a pack of cigarettes a day. And I really respect myself for where I've come with that. I don't smoke cigarettes now at all. Like, I don't even smoke roll-ons. And we'll get into how people smoke, but roll-ons are a way that Trinidadians smoke here because they don't roll spliffs or joints or blunts like that. Like, few people probably do. Like, Swanee, Swanee say, one big spliff mean a smoke cigarette. <laughs> but um, we don't, they don't smoke spliffs like that, like, culturally here. Like, if you go in Barbados, Everybody's smoking a split though. Every single you ain't seeing not one man putting block with a cigarette unless it's an old drunk man or saying or like somebody who I find even Bajans that travel a lot or Bajans of a certain class, you might find those smoking cigarettes. Because I will get do not get me wrong, I've come from smoking cigarettes and I understand like they're nice. Don't let me say they're nice because they do kill you. Cigarettes kill guys. Cigarettes kill. But I I I don't bash because I know where I've come from. I try not to bash, just just educate. There's a difference. Educate, not bash. And they know that, but they'll get to their journey when they do. Like, Joe is finally, I think, on his journey of trying to stop smoking cigarettes. And I respect that, right? Because it really, again, is an addictive tendency. But I haven't taken a detox since I started. And I don't do the roll-on thing while I'm here. So mainly smoke splits um the closest thing i had to a detox was in jamaica i mentioned last episode that i went to jamaica for ue games and we could not smoke dog 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 yo do you know how hard it was for me to be in jamaica and not smoke weed like that (laughs) if there's one thing on the planet that made me struggle was that um i made it through though because it was only for the port the period of time of the pro of the 
the games the ue games process that's where i went and after like the games ended we had like a night of celebrations that night and i smoked that night and it was great and that's why i'm saying about the detox i think it's so necessary i know i have to take a detox but again this is the addict side of the functioning addict i i really don't think i could bring myself to a place where i purposely tell myself i'm gonna take a break I can't because if, again, like I said, if I don't smoke in the morning before I start my day, I'm going to have a massive attitude. And for the, for the people that think, like, a, a, a girl got attitude, for niggas, like, a girl got attitude because she want eat, a girl got attitude because she want have sex, a girl got attitude because you ignore her. None of those ain't compared to attitude of a girl that wants smoke dog and ain't got no motherfucking weed or can't smoke dog or, like, not smoking. That's a big fucking attitude right there. And if, you, if you've if you experienced it, like if you have a girlfriend or a significant other who smokes, you know why it's like when that person wants to smoke and cannot dog. Again, I feel like that's a more addict side of the functioning addict, right? And these are the things I want to address. And because of that, I wanted to ask most people who, again, smoke weed probably resonate with this. You, when you do it consistently every single day, probably all day, every day, you ask yourself, you come to a point where you ask yourself, like, why do I do this? Why am I even getting high? That's the next thing that you, you come to a point, your threshold for getting high gets really high. <laughs> Imagine your threshold gets high in, but your, your threshold for which you get high in tends to expand, right? That's a better word for saying it. So when you realize that, you either have to like smoke more weed, which is the case, and that comes to a place where you feel like it's it's not helping it's not conducive to life you start to feel like why you know what i mean that's the that's the main question you ask yourself you end up just sitting like you'll be looking at this place while you're smoking like why do i smoke this i don't even feel high like what is the purpose of life like <laughs> you understand it puts you in that place so i just wanted to let y'all know that that's a general thing and to say that i feel like there are many reasons as to why you may be in a place like that and again, everything that I speak on is from actual experience, things that I have been through, things that I have, in, like, I don't want to use that experience again, but things that I've experienced with other people, like, for example, my relationship with my parents, my relationship with my brothers, my relationship with my friends. Anytime I speak to any of these things or I say that I feel like this is the case, it's really because I've experienced it and I feel like this really is the situation. So... One of the questions that you can ask yourself when you find yourself saying, you know, why do I smoke weed? I feel like it's purposeless. I feel like I don't even get high. Like, for me, I use it, for example, like a reward. Sometimes at the end of the day. So I would smoke at the beginning of the day and then I would go through my day. And depending on how productive my day was, I would be like, you know what? I deserve a spliff. And I feel like that tends to to help you feel again because you're a functioning addict so you do things throughout the day aside from just smoking weed um and we're gonna get to if you don't again because i've been there i've been there i took a year out of school because there was a point in time where i did nothing but fucking smoke all day there was a point where i did not even used to roll this motherfucker chop it up nothing i used to get it in the pack and eat that shit though I ain't even fucking y'all. That's some real shit. Like, I was in a different place when it came to marijuana. When it came to marijuana. So, again, when I speak, when I say, even if you, if you are a person that does do nothing 
ever all during the day and you just smoke weed, we're going to get to that. But for the people you do, you do other things during the day. So I feel like you can use it as a reward to help combat that feeling of, you know, it's just purposeless. You just feel like you just smoke for no reason. You just ain't even making a sense no more. Like having it as a reward and only doing it when you have actually achieved something in life can help one you continue to be a functioning addict and to help you combat that feeling of like a feeling purposeless do you use it as a meditation guide that's my morning spliff my morning spliff is a meditation guide i do my prayers on my morning spliff sometimes if i'm not in my room and i'm outside which i like sometimes um i take in the sun i take in nature i take in the trees i'm a very nature oriented person so I take in everything around me and that's my meditation time. I listen to some music and I thank God for the day and I say my prayer again. Because I feel like you do you ever feel like you just be praying the whole day saying thank you God, thank you God. <laughs> but that's my meditation guide. So again, this is another way in which you could structure your smoking into helping you feel like you are a functioning addict and not just an addict right? Because again, there are things we want to achieve. And even if you don't have a job, even if you don't have something to do every day where you're like a student and what's not, that's okay. Setting small goals, like even around the house, there are always things to do. Um, There's always something to do, something to find to do, something that you can say, you know what? I'm a smoke, meditate, whatever. And you see, after I do this, I'll be fine. I'll, I'll use it as my thing for the day and my activity for the day and once I achieve this I'm proud of myself and I deserve a spliff I deserve a smoke right um how do you function when you're high is another thing that you could analyze to see if if this vice is really leaning more towards functioning addict or just addict and not and I don't want to say just addict because again we're not just we're trying not to put a negative connotation on addict, right? I should have probably looked at the definition of addict before I started this podcast, you know, but I'm going to work on that. But I'm just saying that in your head, I just just what people have the perspective of addicts and mean in their brains, right? So don't let me say and not just an addict, but to a place where you don't feel like you are doing anything and it starts to weigh down you, weigh down on you and you're like, why do I do this again? Why do I smoke? I don't feel high. That mentality, right? So how do you function when you're high? Does it make you, this does lean a lot to the type of weed that you're smoking as well though, by the way. Because for example, when I'm here um, in Trinidad, I prefer to smoke their local weed that they have because I can do more compared to Kush. If I smoke a Kush spliff though, I'm going to fucking sleep. There is nothing else that is happening after that motherfucker. It is sleep. Do not look for me. Do not ask for me. Do not wonder what I'm doing. I am for sure guaranteed, highly recommended sleeping dog. Hard as fuck. So that's why I try not to. So even though it leans, you have to be careful of that. That's another thing you have to be cognizant of. How do you function when you're high? If you realize that like, every time you smoke, like you really, aside from the type of weed, Every time you smoke, like, you really can't do nothing, even if you want to do work, or even if you got a gap and go somewhere, you just, fuck it, like, you have to manage that, you really have to manage that, right, because then that's going to put you in a place now, because then you're going to miss, you're going to miss appointments, you're going to start flunking in school, you're going to start just falling apart from life. And that's what's going to make you feel like you're no longer functioning, right? I think that that's what we can call it. So we're not going to push the negative narrative 
or an addict, what we're going to call it, uh, no longer functioning because you're not. You're not. And that's, again, something that I want to address those people as well because I've been there and it's not a good place to be in. It's not. This is why the people in your life are. This is what makes this, this, that state, right? Because no, I don't want to say that person because all of us can be that person because it's a state. That state of non-functionality is what makes people feel like this this is not conducive to anything and that all people that smoke would just be just do is nothing you know what i mean just get high and do absolutely nothing we can try i feel like we can try we can try a little harder because it's imperative that we continue to function in life and move forward with our goals and do activities that are that are conducive to progressive things and a progressive life and a progressive future right and that's why I wanted to speak on this specifically to weed smokers because it there's it can be a thin line, a very, very thin line between this being uh, just a vice that you happen to do that is just a part of your life and it becoming your life and becoming who you are and losing yourself in this vice because that can happen. And I don't want it to. It's happened it's, it's, it's to me. Don't let me say it's kind of happened to me. It's happened to me. And I had to bring myself out of that place. So when I speak, it's not in a place of judgment and it's not in a place of not understanding. It's being there, knowing that that's not conducive to life, to a good life or to a beneficial life and pulling yourself out from that point, right? So again, notice how, you're, how you function when you're high to see if this is something that you really need to manage more. And if you function well, then continue to keep that up. And continue to do well because you're a functional addict. And we do well in this life. We do pretty okay. Do you level your highs? That's my next question to analyzing yourself and figuring out why you might be asking yourself why you smoke. Do you do you level your highs? Do you get blasted high every single time you smoke? Like, for example, on mornings, my spliff is not as big compared to nights. <clears throat> Excuse me. Again, because I feel like I don't need it right and understanding this and how i work with this i feel like i don't need it so i would have a really small spliff in the morning you know what i mean and then at night when i've completed my day and i've eaten and i feel like i deserve it it's got big russell spliff big russell motherfucker in your face smelling stink (laughs) right so again do you level it do you, that that could be a way that you say, you know what? Maybe I don't need to get this high every time. Or even if you don't roll big splits or small splits, like how many times you smoke. So like, are you the type of person you have to smoke two splits, two two joints, two blunts, however you smoke, uh, two bowls if you smoke um, with bongs and what's not? Do you have to to do a higher quantity, and should you lessen that quantity so that you can function more <laughs> and lean more to the functionality aspect? right? Can you afford this habit? That's the next thing because a lot of the anxiety attached to to feeling like, oh my gosh, why do I do this? Can't I control this? Am I not functioning? Am I leaning to a, a negative state with this? Is Can you really afford this habit? And I say that because if you, if you got $20 and it's your last $20 and you buy weed and you smoke, when you start smoking, you can be like, 
buying all my money to buy weed after this. You understand? And that could be like, then be like, she's not bread. Why does do this? This is taking all my money. I don't even, like, you understand? Again, leading back to that spiral state of thinking. So this is a very expensive habit. And this is something that I had to come to terms with, right? And I think this, I realize this is actually why I work so hard. And I joke about it all the time. But when I leave Trinidad and I go back to Barbados, I do. I like if when I tell my boss, I land, if I land Monday, I tell my boss I'm available for work by Tuesday, right? And my family, they've come to a place now where they understand, but then even my bosses be like, don't you need a day? I'm like, nope. And my family's like, Christina, you don't need a day? You're tired? Nope. I need, I, I, okay, no, I was going to say I need, but I want to smoke. I want to smoke this shit not free. How else I can buy this shit? You understand? I mean, obviously I have other priorities and what's not, but again, I say that because this is an expensive habit from weed to papers whatever you smoke and whatever whatever the case may be this is an expensive habit and if you feel like it's draining your finances that can lead to like i said a spiraling thought of why do i do this i'm making you feel like you are not functioning at all in this life and that's a realization we need to have with ourselves because i think it's every Every smoker has been through this. I mean, unless you've always been really blessed or you've been growing your shit for a long time, which I think would be amazing. And I'm going to get to that point. And nothing against people who've been blessed. Like, if you've been blessed in this life by your parents, your parents have worked hard for you to have what you have. Make up to that shit. You understand? Like, that, that's just how your life has planned out. And you deserve that. You don't deserve any less than that. You understand? But for people who have to work and they foot this shit themselves, like, can you actually afford this? Is it taking all of your money? Linked into this is the next question I have. Like, do you put weed over everything? If you had a choice between weed and food, what would you buy? Do you budget? Or do you just splurge and be like... It'd be like that. Again, this is an expensive habit. And it needs to be managed or you will lose yourself to this life of this vice. (laughs) It needs to be managed. And when you're listening to this, for people who may be, who may not be, because again, I'm speaking from the side of being a more functioning addict. So for people who may be leaning a little bit more towards the non-functioning side of an addict, I just wanted to say this is not to bring judgment on you, but I really wanted to have a real ass conversation about this because nobody sat and had this conversation with me. So I feel like it's a conversation that needs to be had because it's a reality conversation and we need to have it as smokers because too often we hurt the people around us when we don't understand what is going on with ourselves and what this vice does to our life. And if we are allowing it to take over us or if we are in control of it, right? What are your eating habits as it pertains to smoking? And this is another reason why I might get a bit of anxiety as it pertains to my weight because I know that smoking makes me lose weight. I know. It does like people that say no, it doesn't because there are people who still, you know, they wouldn't lose weight. <clears throat> Excuse me. They wouldn't lose weight even though you know them to be heavy smokers, but it's probably because they're eating consistently. Like it 
it ties in as well with your diet but if you if you're not eating at a rate that's conducive to your smoking you're going to lose weight over a period of time like it, it is going to happen like just accept it it happens you are going to lose weight right so what are your eating habits uh do you only eat junk food after like for example i try the only spliff that i would smoke on an empty stomach is probably my morning spliff and that's because i know i'm gonna have breakfast after that and i have had a cup of tea before that right so are your eating habits conducive to you making you feel like you're functioning because they can be like so if for example you smoke a lot and you realize okay you know what i'm gonna try to at least have a meal before or after i smoke it's gonna help you feel like yo i cool you know like i put together i still eating i still got this shit you know what i mean because if you feel as though you know i'm not eating shit by smoking right and then you start being hard on yourself and then you're back at why do i do this shit why do i smoke i don't even get high and then in that spiraling thought, this is why that state of non-functionality is so dangerous as well. Because then you know what you actually do when you get in that state? You smoke more. Because that's what we do. <laughs> right? Smoke. Which I haven't done in a while. My split here long as hell still sitting down on the book. But this is really, really close to my heart. And it's really, like, heavy on my mind. And I'm really glad I did it because... It needs to be said, it needs to be addressed, it needs to be asked. Because I want all of my people who smoke to be functioning addicts. I want you to, I want this life for you. I want us to prove the people who think that we are crackheads wrong. Because we are capable. It just takes management. Good management. It just takes, I'm telling you, all it takes is good management. And we are capable. Because I do it. I do it. And I'm not to say, oh gosh, I realize in saying that it sounds like I'm the be all <clears throat> excuse me. I'm the be all and end all. So just because you could do it, Christina, that means other people can do it. Uh, yeah. Solely because I feel like my case was very difficult. I'm a very stubborn person and I feel like I was one of the not worst cases, but I just feel like We can do it. We can do it. I might get killed. I might get killed for saying if I can do it, anybody can do it. But I'm going to say that just to push the positivity, you know? If I can do it, you can do it. Trust and believe, right? So I was going to ask, um, how do you smoke, interestingly enough, right? Um, because I just wanted to speak on a couple things. You see those homemade bongs that y'all do from like a plastic bottle and a pen? Like, and I know some of my niggas, like, I'm speaking on this because I've seen some of my friends do, y'all need to stop that shit. Like, that is not okay. Like, speaking from an environmental point of view, like, the amount of chemicals that you are inhaling is not even worth the high dog. Honestly. Like, real talk. I, and the thing is, I would, I, I would push, I wouldn't even push that narrative on roll-ons, which I'm going to speak about now. But you see that homemade bonting, like, nah, I really want my kings to stop that. My kings and queens, because women smoke just as much as men smoke, trust me, if not more. So please, please do not do that. But um, whether it be spliffs, joints, blunts, pipes, bongs, herbalizers, so many ways to smoke, like, 
still just takes management. No matter how you're smoking it, all of these rules still apply. Still takes management. I know there's probably somebody out there saying that got it more scientifically broken down, saying, you know, no, if I smoke um, from a bong, I might not lose as much weight as if I smoke from a spliff. And while that may be true, I just feel like these things holistically apply to smoking on a whole because I want all of my people again to be functioning addicts and not non-functioning addicts right because I want our life to be conducive to moving forward like I said earlier for the people who may be leaning a bit closer towards being a non-functioning addict i do not do this i did not do this episode to judge you i did it because i think that as a person who is doing this as well so i think it's harder for us to take advice from people who are not actually experiencing what we're experiencing so as a person who is experiencing what you're what you're experiencing or has experienced it i want to just say i believe that you should probably take a step back from this um so these are for the people who find that they're really not functioning on it when they smoke you're kind of slow you don't really do much you're you're failing in class you're you know i think you should take a step back for the people who can't financially afford it again this is a very very expensive habit and if you find yourself depending on other people too much or if you find yourself, like, in a case like me, where you feel like you're losing too much weight because you're eating, um, it's off. You could do like me. I just try to eat more because I don't feel like I should stop smoking. <laughs> but um, if you if you find that you're not in a place where you could just tell yourself to eat more like me, because that's actually a lot difficult, a lot more difficult than people think it is, um, maybe take a step back to the amount of quantity that you're doing. And this is not, I'm not making this seem like you could just get up tomorrow and decide that you can smoke less weed or that you're gonna just easily take a step back because I know it's not that easy but again I just wanted to highlight that these are some of the things that may have to occur for you to pull yourself closer to the side of functionality instead of non-functionality right so if this is where you're at I just want to encourage you send love to you send light to you know that you'll be fine and you're gonna get back in a place where you enjoy smoking because I feel like being in a place of non-functionality makes you not enjoy smoking anymore <laughs> y'all can hear the gale so why is this person what time is it it's 1 30 why what are... let me stop minding people business <laughs> let me stop minding people business but yeah bring you back to a state where you enjoy smoking because being really hard on yourself about smoking and why you smoke and you feel like it's taking up all your money and you're not eating, you're not focusing in class, you're not focusing at work, you can't manage to get your life together, you feel like it's falling apart, that makes you not enjoy the beauty that this plant is, right? And why would we not want to enjoy this, you know? So for my people out there who are functioning, I want to encourage you to continue to do well. We still need management and we still need to be on top of it. So that will go into just how much do you actually budget for it, your finances, how much do you allocate to smoking and papers and all of that other stuff, lighters. These All these things cost money. <laughs> so how are you doing with that financially? How are you doing in school? Could it be better? Right? So I still want to encourage you if you're closer to the 
functioning side of being a functioning addict and just move forward well. Yeah? I want us to continue to enjoy this. I want us to change the negative narrative that is attached to smoking and smokers. I tell this to people all the time. If you had to put somebody who smokes weed, a crackhead, and somebody that drinks like tea with a lot of sugars and eats a lot of sugary stuff like daily, um, or drinks a lot of sweet drinks or what's not, in a room and take away all of those things that, that each of those people do, you would notice that they all have similar withdrawal symptoms, right? So I want to change just this negative connotation that we have on weed and smoking weed, but I don't feel like we could do that without actually addressing some of the things that make people have these negative connotations, right? Because while some of them might be misguided, they're stemmed in some truths. And once we get our shit together, we cool. And I feel like there's nothing wrong with being a functioning addict. I am Christina, and I am a functioning addict. Welcome to my YouTube page. <laughs> I probably shouldn't say that. That shit probably fucking copyrighted or some shit. I'm probably actually just for YouTubers. I'd be real mad if I say that and then like they do some fuck with my podcast because I made that stupid fucking joke, but <laughs> I don't think so. But this was a good podcast. This this was a good podcast. I feel it was long. I, sometimes I don't even know because my phone is cut out, right? As recording my phone. So I will see how much time. But I feel like it was needed. I feel like it was needed. Again, because it was on my heart and it was on my mind. All right. I am out of this bitch right now. I am going to sleep. I'm going to post this later today. Um, ah, our exits. So... Right, remember that that nigga's not cute. He's just wearing a hat. So get him to take off that hat before you really decide if you want fuck. He also might not be the cutest nigga in the crew. So let's try to see the whole crew before we pick one, right? Let's try to pick the cutest one, possibly. Nice. Um, and lastly, I thought of this because this actually happened to me, right? And I was like, should I say this? Because this person might feel bad, but I don't give a fuck, right? <laughs> that might sound kind of harsh, but yeah. And last but not least... He doesn't enjoy kissing you. His dick is actually just still soft. And he's shame for you to see it. So he's just kissing you till it get harder. <laughs> Trust and believe. Saddens. He'd be like that. <laughs> I just talk so much bullshit on this podcast. <laughs> but yeah, hit me up, guys. I hope you guys enjoy your week. I'm going to see you guys next week. Yeah, next week, Saturday. I didn't want... Well, no, I'm going to record on saturdays and post on sundays so y'all can look forward to that y'all can hold me to that i was gonna say i was just like y'all seeing my actions but nah y'all can hold me to that so i'll record on saturdays and post on sundays so i hope you guys are good you have a great week and i will see you next saturday